If you've ever been lucky enough to know an incredible animal, you know that animals would do anything to protect the people they love. Animals never put themselves first. They just do whatever the situation calls for. Whether that's putting themselves in between a person and an oncoming train or walking for miles to get help. In my life, I have personally experienced this. Recently, I had a stroke. It was one of the scariest things I've ever been through in my life. But I'm okay because my dog Flip jumped into action and aggressively told me something was wrong before I even knew it. His fast and early alert is the reason that I am here today. I'm excited to be partnering with the Dodo to bring you heart-bursting stories of other hero animals who have saved people's lives. I'm Rocky Kanaka, and this is An Animal Saved My Life. Today we're talking to David Lontaine, a Boston police officer, about his pit bull dog, Lily, who changed his family's life forever. David is a genuine dog lover. I mean, he's the guy that has treats in his car at all times. His whole life, he just wanted a dog, uh, but he knew as a police officer, he couldn't necessarily have a dog because it wouldn't allow him the time to properly take care of one. So he decided to do the next best thing, and that's volunteer at his local animal shelter. They let me take a look at the dogs, and as I was going from one cage to another cage that the dogs are housed in, I came across Lily, who was laying on a little uh, mat, a little, like those little makeshift beds that they have in there. She had looked up at me, and I kind of went, dropped to a knee, and as I started talking to her, slowly she had gotten up from where she was laying, and I just I just remember, like, right off the bat, just knowing, seeing there was something special about her. She just had the deepest, goldish-green eyes just very her demeanor was just she was very sweet she seemed i don't want to say a little nervous a little cautious but she seemed somewhat shy she ended up pushing her body up against the the grate let me pat her underneath the chin and behind her ear and she just there was something special about her i could tell right off the bat she had an impressive stature i guess you'd call it she had chocolate fur she just had a very sweet look to her you know her greenish golden eyes so she was an American pit bull terrier, which are kind of some people can confuse them with labs because they, they don't have those, you know, big blocky heads or, again, those little legs, the short low riders. You know, she was kind of taller. She just, she was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. David wanted to take Lily for a walk right away, but the shelter required people to apply to adopt dogs before walking them. And something clicked for David. Maybe Lily could be a part of his family if his mother, Christine, adopted her. My mother, she was a recovering alcoholic. And she was doing very well for a couple of years. And I just figured uh, a dog would be the perfect complement to her to help her uh, continue on with her sobriety. I got her convinced to come out to Boston, ended up meeting up with her. We took another ride over to the shelter. It was at this point they let us, uh, now she filled out the adoption application. They let us take her for a walk. And as we were taking her for a walk up and down the street and around the neighborhood, she was just, she was a funny dog. She was just, uh, it seemed like she was happy to get out of the kennel. She was a bigger dog. She probably weighed about, I'd say, 65, 70 pounds and, you know, pretty much all muscle. We could just tell she was a very sweet dog. And before bringing her back into the, the kennel, so I always had, like, dog treats in my trunk. We stopped over in my trunk. I popped open the trunk to go reach in and grab a couple dog treats for her. And out of nowhere, she just leaped up into the back, into my trunk, and, like, scurried to the back of the trunk. And I kind of laid down. It was almost right then and there. It's like she... You know, it's, it's, I don't want to, it sounds kind of corny, but it's absolutely true, especially in this case. You know, you don't pick them and they pick you. And it seemed like right there was her way of saying, hey, get me out of here. I want to come home with you. It was right there. We knew we were taking her home. 
I know that feeling. And uh, yeah, it definitely, you can tell that Lily chose you. She never did that again in her entire life, like jumping up into a trunk. It was kind of uncharacteristic out of the ordinary where that was her like signed, uh, I'm coming home with you. And uh, we ended up taking her home and she went on to live with my mother. It's really neat that, that you connected with Lily and, and right away started playing matchmaker. Why did your mom come to mind? Kind of throughout our life, she, uh, she struggled with alcoholism and it, it's a disease where it kind of it made her stay at home a lot and not get out. At first, Christine was nervous about meeting Lily. She had heard that pit bulls can be aggressive, but once Christine and Lily actually met, they bonded immediately. Lily really uh, brought out a whole new dimension of her life, kind of brought her a lot of happiness. She used to take Lily for walks every day and you know, right where she lives in, you know, downtown Shirley. So she could get out, she'd take walks and then other people from town would see her and get to know her and get to know Lily and, you know, ask her how Lily's doing and kind of come over and easier way for people to meet her and for her to meet people. Lily was her everything. She ended up, you know, she would make special meals for her. She'd cut up like green beans and special, she'd make like custom meals for Lily. Lily just absolutely loved her. I I love her too. I, yeah. I mean, the the fact that yeah. she's cooking uh, yeah, yeah. for the dog, I I yeah. love it. And you know, I I see it time and time again. We we think we're helping the dog, but um, dogs are medicine. And it it sounds like to me, if I'm hearing it right, that uh, that Lily was maybe the best medicine yeah, for your mom. Absolutely, it was 100 percent true. And it just it it got her a reason to kind of get up in the morning. Got her gave her a reason to get out there and, you know, put a smile on her face. And and again, it it really helped continue her sobriety. Uh, It was remarkable. I think it just added a whole new uh, layers and dimensions and happiness in my mother's life. So the the whole point of this podcast and why we're doing this is to share stories where um, animals save people's lives. And so it sounds like Lily was a real lifesaver for your mom, but the story doesn't stop there, right? One night we, uh, you know, this was probably two and a half years after we originally adopted Lily. We had some pretty tough family news that week leading up until that night. And so Lily was with my mother at a friend's house and... Uh, I think because of some, you know, tough, difficult family news that we had, my mother ended up, she had a relapse. She ended up going to walk home. And there's a set of train tracks that run directly through the downtown area. As she was walking home, she was cutting across the railroad tracks and she had fallen. And I believe she may have been unconscious. And it just happened to be at the time when a freight train was coming through. And the freight trains aren't moving that fast. However, it's moving fast enough where it's it's probably pretty difficult to see, especially at nighttime. It's that's kind of when this this whole incident had happened. So your mom was uh, was in a situation she didn't she didn't know what was coming. Train was barreling down the tracks. Yep. What happened? So that night, as the train was coming down. Uh, you know how trains work. The conductor just stands at the front, whether it's where the engine is or whether it's the tail of it. So the train was pushing through town and uh, he was at the front of it. And he had seen as they were coming down the tracks, it looked like there was a mass in the tracks. He wasn't sure what it was. So as they got closer, he saw that it was a person and a dog. And so he immediately radioed for the train's engine to, to stop the train. 
He said when he turned back around, he saw that the dog was pushing and pulling the person from the tracks. And he said as the train got closer and closer, he knew there was no way that they'd... He knew that there, was, there wasn't enough time. They were getting too close and the, the train was not going to stop. And he had told me that the moment before the train overtook them, he said that the last moment he saw the dog put itself between the train and my mother, which was just absolutely amazing. He said that the dog took the hit for, for your mom, and he said he could feel it. He said when the train finally stopped, he ran back. He expected to find a person and a dog that, you know, had both been killed. So he said, you know, from his view, it looked like they they both got, had gotten run over. And when he got back to the scene, when he ran back, he had, they already called the police and, and fire. And my mother had been pulled free from the train tracks, but Lily was laying down next to my mother. And he said, as police officers and firefighters all came to the scene, he said that dog would continue reposition itself and standing guard, I guess you'd say, over my mother. He said, at no point was she ever aggressive or or at no point was she ever trying to defend my mother or, or, or confused. But he said, he said throughout the entire time, the dog kept repositioning herself, kind of just standing watch, I guess making sure my mom was okay. At that point, I was just kind of taken back at, I guess, the heroism of what Lily had done and, and how she had done it. And it was, it was just, again, completely amazing. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what happens to Lily. So David has learned that Lily and his mother were both in the train accident. As soon as David had found out what happened and that his mother was okay, his attention immediately shifted to Lily. He drove to the animal hospital that Lily had been taken to as quickly as he could. I remember my drive to the animal hospital, like I was just kind of freaking out and panicking. I just remember pulling in, putting in the park, taking a deep breath and just kind of preparing myself for the worst. So I walked over to the car that was there, saw she was... In the back seat, I kind of reached in, started talking to her, and I just remember her looking up, and uh, her tail started wagging. So I believe she was in uh, shock from what had happened. Looking at her, her her front paw had uh, gotten kind of torn up a little bit, but I couldn't really see the extent of the injuries. And uh, so I ended up rushing her to another hospital in Boston, probably got her to the hospital around... 1.30 in the morning, if that. They let me go back there to see her. So, I mean, this was a, a, f- a full night of just me sitting in the waiting room waiting to hear something. Then she was just so sedated. They let me go in there and just kind of sit next to her and pat her. And and boy, was that just... Uh, I recall from that time, it was just a devastating sight. So she uh, she had more tubes. She had tubes in her. She had she had a catheter in her. She had what looked like a district like a distributor in her neck for three other tubes that were in it. She had a tube going into her, like her spine area. She had a tube going into her, her where her arm was. I mean, it just looked like she was a science experiment. And uh, I get, like at that point, it kind of really started seeing just how serious the situation was. At this point, it's unknown if she's going to make it. Every time David heard from the vets, it seemed to be even worse news. At one point, they even thought they'd have to remove two of her legs, one front leg and one rear leg. They also weren't sure she would ever be able to use either of her back legs again because her pelvis was so badly injured. So here I am that 
they're explaining all of this to me, pretty much told me bluntly that there was no guarantee that she would even survive this or that she would ever have use in her rear leg. So they're telling me that she, you know, she's now going to have one front arm and she might not have any use of her rear legs. And what kind of dog's going to have a good future with only one working front leg and no working rear end? Like, I mean, think about that for a second. Lily was getting care from Angel Animal Medical Center. One of their staff pointed out that Lily's story might just be a great example of how pit bulls are just as great as any other dog. And if enough people heard of Lily's story and they fell in love, maybe they could donate. Even if it was a small amount, if everyone donated something, it could add up to help with the mounting medical cost. So David did just that. He started talking to the media. Angel Animal Medical Center, they they put out a, a fundraiser for Lily to help offset some of the medical costs that at a low end, it's going to be $12,000. And almost immediately, once they put that link up and after the news kind of broke about what Lily did, donations just started flooding in. And I recall it was right around three days, two or three days, over $76,000 from around the world came in for her medical costs, which... Wow. Yeah, donations came from local to, again, around the world. And that was just... I just I just remembered just how absolutely amazing that was. I had just bought a condo in Boston. I had just recently moved there, started working. So, you know, I, I just didn't have the money. You know, I ended up opening up a care credit, a card. I think they it's called for, uh, you know, when you need when you need credit to borrow money for animal injuries. OK, so so now the money's in uh, the supports there. What happens next? She ended up pulling through and uh, starting to regain use of her rear legs. And and then it became, how are we going to take care of her once she gets home? Because she still couldn't get up. She still couldn't walk. And along with financial support that people sent in, other people and other companies also sent in special harnesses for her. Uh, so her being, at the time, right, right around 70 pounds or so, she couldn't stand up. So uh, they made this dual harness. I think there's a company called Help Em Up Harnesses. They sent the harness for which was super helpful. It turned into now when she was going to be released and I could bring her home, I ended up having my mom move in with me out in Boston because Lily needed 24-7 care. Christine was grateful to Lily for saving her life, but also... She was devastated, and uh, but she had one main goal and one main focus, and that was to get Lily better, and uh, she put all her energy and all her uh, direction to to making sure Lily was going to be okay. And uh, I don't think one moment she, you know, she she didn't leave her side. And, you know, in my condo, I had uh, wood floors and a nice big couch and a spare bedroom. And she would, uh, she chose to lay on the floor um, next to Lily's bed just to, you know, just to be there next to her, uh, just for anything that Lily needed. And uh, you might ask why wasn't Lily on the bed, but uh, I guess we were worried that if she you know, she rolled over, she fell off of it in the night and that it could be, you know, pretty, pretty bad for her. So um, my mother just, my mother didn't leave her side and they're inseparable. And she, you know, helped from day one, getting Lily back on her feet. She couldn't move from one side to the other side. Her whole body was just still in super like kind of recovery mode. It it was a lot of work. It was very difficult to get Lily up and just, I mean, think about a dog that can't walk or can't move. Like how do they even go to the bathroom? How were her spirits through all of this? The times that she wasn't super sedated, I would go in there. The second she would see me, 
she still had her one good front arm. I would walk in, she'd see me from like 15 yards away. You could hear her start like whining, like out of kind of excitement and crying because she was in pain as well. But she would push herself up with her one front arm and and try to pull herself towards me. She just knew, hey, there, there's, there's my dad. Let me get to him. He, oh, I'm safe with him, and still probably confused what the heck's going on. But, but yeah, her spirits were, her spirits were always good, always happy, and she just, you know, she just wanted me next to her, letting her know she'd be all right. Okay, so you got you got her out of the hospital. The good news is she's alive. The challenge is the rehab stage. She's not out of the woods yet. And so you change your lives. Your mother moves in with you to to help work to save Lily. At what point did did she start turning the corner and getting better? There was one day we went down to uh, the Greenway, downtown Boston. It's a beautiful day. And my mother and I are next to each other. And Lily's laying there in the grass in the park. I remember this woman walking by. Her name is uh, Jeannie. So she's walking by. She sees... She kind of looking at us, you know, kind of like inquisitively. Then all of a sudden she goes, Lily? Is that Lily? The woman recognized Lily because she had seen her story in the news and she was thrilled to see her. She started yelling to Lily. Lily pushed herself up and she pushed herself up with her front arm and she took her first like two or three steps, four steps before like I went scrambling for her to kind of make sure she's not going to like fall. So that was her first step she took was seeing somebody that saw her, saw her reaction because dogs can really pick up on people's energy and Lily could just see that that woman wanted to see her, was excited to see her and, and Lily was just a dog that just wanted to please everyone. There wasn't one person that Lily wouldn't make happy or bring a smile to their face So and she could see this and she just she she used all her energy got up and like made her first three or four steps wow that that's great that's great well so she she felt the the love from the community in that moment and that that gave her the energy to did. to yeah, take she, a few steps absolutely and she uh her biggest complication was just her rear leg but once she once she started to learn once she got stronger she's unstoppable like i have pictures of her one thing she's always loved to do is uh play soccer she never chased like tennis balls or anything like that. Didn't care. Sticks, not really here or there. But uh, a soccer ball, boy, did she have fun doing that. And uh, I still recall to back to when she had her three legs. And with her three legs, she had a good front arm and a good like opposing rear leg. So she pretty much ran with uh, two and a half legs and lived another almost six years with two and a half legs. It doesn't surprise me that that she was fine on two and a half legs based off all the amazing things she had already done in her life. (laughs) What What an amazing dog. Would you say that Lily saved your mom's life uh, both physically but also emotionally at that time? I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. And my mother saved Lily's life. You know, my mother was the one that adopted her. My mother was the one that gave her a good home and took the chance. And and if you look at it, Lily returned the favor and and saved my mother's life for, you know, everything that she had done for her, the the great life and amazing life she was given her. So this happened years ago and and Lily's no longer with you guys. Her, she lived a a happy full life. Yeah, she did. And uh, she just, she just got real old. She, up until a week before we had to say goodbye to her, uh, she was still hopping around, but she was, you could tell she was losing weight. She was getting really old and she was 
15 and a half, just over 15 and a half when we had to say goodbye to her. And uh, that's, that's an old dog. That's it, for her to do that the last like six years of her life. She just, she was, she was a miracle. Okay. Let, let me ask you this. If you had another moment with Lily, what would you tell her? Uh, um, thank you. Just thank you for everything. Uh, everything and all the good that you brought to our lives and for saving my mom and just thank you for being you. David, what would Lily say to you and your mom? I'm trying to wrap my head around this. <laughs> just give me a good place to give me a good place to lay down and sleep. She loves sleeping. But uh, <laughs> I think no, that's, she, that's uh, fantastic. I, yeah, I think uh, just from what I said, I think she'd say the right thing, the same thing right back. Just thank you for giving me that chance to prove to you just how special I am. David, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Through all of this, this experience, um, if there is one message that you could give to everyone listening, what would that be? That uh, if, if you bring a dog into your life, it's going to... It's going to add a whole new level of happiness that you don't quite realize that exists. So we started a uh, Lily the Hero Pitbull Fund. We raise money for people that can't afford medical care. So just like uh, people from around the world had reached out to us, over $76,000 came in for Lily. All that extra money that came in Angel, they used to help other dogs. My perspective is, in addition to saving my mom, I'm sure Lily would want to be able to help other dogs. She's an amazing dog, and there's other dogs that are in shelters just as amazing as her. So we had we had began a fund so that we could raise money to help other people. And through Lily's story, we started a Facebook page, Lily the Hero Pitbull. So far to date, we've raised over $200,000 that we've donated out to help other people that have been in need just like Lily. If you're an animal lover like me, I know that Lily's story probably touched your heart. For more awesome stories like this, make sure you subscribe. And also make sure you go to the Facebook page, Lily the Hero Pitbull. I know I've already liked the page myself. Thanks for listening. I'm Rocky Kanaka, and this is An Animal Saved My Life.